the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ringing liberty and truth. This is Freedom 1570, KDIZ, Golden Valley, Minneapolis, St. Paul. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. Many cities across the nation with another night of unrest. Washington, D.C. is no exception. With vandalism, looting, and arson, including a fire in the historic St. John's Episcopal Church near the White House. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser says it appears to be orchestrated chaos. She says the rioters had tools to break windows and tools or a strategy to distribute materials among them. Um, So I would say the thing that we're struck by uh, is that it was an organized group uh, that appeared more bent on destruction uh, than on protest. Meanwhile, George Floyd's family is set to release results today of their own autopsy into his death. Also at townhall.com, in Minneapolis, a semi plowed into a sea of protesters who had gathered on a closed interstate. People ducked and ran for their lives. Governor Tim Walz says officials had shut down the highway so thousands could safely march. I am so incredibly thankful. Um, we had no fatalities or no injuries. Officials say some protesters beat up the driver while others tried to protect him. He was arrested. An investigation is underway. Meanwhile, Walt says there were people out last night after curfew. We are seeing uh, very few incidents. I think some folks who uh, got caught after time. He also says he's giving the state's attorney general the lead in prosecuting the officer seen with his knee on Floyd's neck. I'm Julie Walker. Vandalism and destruction continued in, in California as additional curfews were declared to prevent more violence. After vandals torched police cars, broke into stores, and clashed with officers in riot gear, shops burglarized in Santa Monica on Sunday afternoon as store owners in Los Angeles and other cities cleaned up from destruction the night before. On Wall Street, the Dow had 44 points, and the NASDAQ is up 36. More on these stories at townhall.com. Thinking about life insurance? What if you could make one free phone call and learn your best price from nearly a dozen highly rated price competitive companies? Well, that's exactly what happens when you call SelectQuote Life. For example, George is 40. He was getting sky-high quotes from other companies because he takes meds to control his blood pressure. But when I shopped around, I found him a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $25 a month. I'm SelectQuote agent Dan Savino. And believe me, if SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For a free quote, call 800-523-3771. That's 800-523-3771. 800-523-3771. Or go to SelectQuote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health issuing company and other factors. Not available in all states. I'm Lee Michaels here on Freedom 1570, bringing liberty and truth, ringing it through your cell phone with our mobile app that you can download at your device's app store. Also, ringing it through TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Radio.com, and through all the smart speakers. Coming up, 
Like It Matters Radio, as I said, but first, the forecast today, a few clouds, a high near 80, mostly cloudy 67 tonight, then warm and muggy tomorrow with highs in the mid-80s. For Freedom 1570. Mark Levin finds the facts in all this mess. This is not the worst pandemic America has ever faced. It's not the greatest death toll America has ever faced. That doesn't make it good by any means, but a little context is useful. It is, however, one of the greatest attacks on our constitutional republic in American history. It truly is. And it's one of the greatest attacks on our economic system and our economic viability in American history. Mark Levin, weeknights at 5, right before Sebastian Gorka at 8 on Freedom 1570. So I'm standing here right now looking at 10 different brand new LG refrigerators, stoves, washers, and dryers. And we have all 10 listed at a minimum of $500 cheaper than most of our competitors. That's huge considering at PJ's Appliance Outlet, we do not use the fictional, often inflated MSRP price that most appliance stores use to get these savings. At PJ's, we're discounting real-time competitors' pricing for the same appliances throughout the cities. Hey, it's PJ here from PJ's Appliance Outlet. Now, I know you've heard all about how our customers travel from all over the Twin Cities to save hundreds, sometimes thousands, on name-brand appliances. In fact, customers upgrading several appliances have more often than not walked out of our store saving thousands. There's only so much I can say in a radio ad about our products, prices, and ironclad warranties. So if you're looking for a new appliance or just feel like browsing, come check us out at pjsappliantsoutlet.com. That's pjsappliantsoutlet.com, where every deal is a steal. The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Your life changes for the better when you live each day like it matters. Positive focus, healthier relationships, and breaking free from trauma that's held you back. The time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I want to thank you for joining me. If it's kept sharp, if it's kept stretching, if it's kept pushing, uh, it can continue to grow and to do better. And I believe that when that happens, it actually helps the heart. I know as I've gotten older, my uh, mindset my knowledge, my understanding of God and where we're at in the eschatology has actually sharpened my heart. It's uh, given me encouragement. It's made me hopeful uh, when uh, there are times that it seems helpless and hopeless. As I watch what's going on in Minneapolis, my heart breaks. My heart breaks. We're so much better than that. I love the city of Minneapolis. It is my uh, adopted home. My radio show emanates from there. And man, Mr. Floyd, the way he was treated... Uh, I feel my heart goes out to his family, my heart goes out to him, not as a black man, as a human, as a human being. Nobody, nobody, period, deserves to be abused and violated uh, like that police officer did to Mr. Floyd. I don't care what he did, I don't care what he's accused of doing, and so that is wrong, and I firmly believe, and it's just my opinion, that at least two of those four cops... Uh, should be prosecuted. I don't know what the other two were doing outside of the picture, but I know the dude that uh, kneeled on Mr. Floyd's neck casually with his hands in his pockets for eight minutes, slowly killed that man, tortured him. Uh, He should pay a huge price. To he who much is given, much more is required. 
and he has the ability to carry a gun. He has the ability to subdue people. He has rights that no normal human being has, and when you abuse those rights, I think the consequence should be greater. The Bible even says that. That's just God's opinion, not just mine. And secondly, the guy standing next to him, the other police officer that looked like he was some uh, of Asian descent, if you will, I'm not sure. Um, I think his name was Thao. Uh, he was watched the whole thing. And just like uh, the two uh, racists who killed that black jogger uh, and the person who filmed it, the person who filmed it uh, was sentenced as well, was pro is being prosecuted as well because accomplice. Well, that guy's accomplice for filming uh, two white guys killing a black guy. Then this police officer watching uh, another police officer slowly kill a suspect under his care. Uh, he, as well, should be liable. With all that said, what's going on uh, in Minneapolis is unacceptable. I thought everybody's pushing for justice. Justice. Isn't that neat? Justice for who? Mr. Floyd's family's not going to get justice by what they're burning down places in Minneapolis. And people stealing and people robbing and people taking advantage of this opportunity. You know, nothing's going to bring Mr. Floyd back. There will be no justice for Mr. Floyd's family on this side of eternity. Yeah, those police officers might go to jail. Uh, they could get the death penalty, whatever it is. But there's still no justice. That doesn't bring Mr. Floyd back. But what about all the people who are rioting and looting? What about all the people who are burning things down? Do you want justice for them too? Of course not. This is where people spout things at all and use little buzzwords that don't have any value. Uh, man, my heart goes out to Minneapolis, and I am so disappointed. How did you guys elect that mayor? At some point, the state of Minnesota needs to elect better representatives, unlike Mr. Fry and unlike Ilan Omar. Uh, man, you, you get the elected officials you deserve. And unfortunately for Minneapolis, uh, man, the people that you elect in Minnesota, Minneapolis, Man, they are not serving you well. Elections have consequences. And it looks like we're living in the city of Minneapolis and St. Paul. We're living in some of those consequences. But it's adversity. And that's what I want to talk about today. Because adversity. You know, life is an undulating line. It has peaks and it has valleys. It has highs and it has lows. Uh, and in order to really enjoy the highs of life, we've got to make sure that we use the adversity, the deserts. You know, it is in the desert that water gathers. It is in the valley. I'm sorry, the valley, not the desert. I like to use those two words interchangeable. They're metaphorical. They're analogous. The valley, the desert. And in the San Joaquin Valley, you know, water gathers there. It's one of the most fertile valleys in the world. In many valleys, uh, water gathers. In many valleys, uh, they are very uh, fertile. Things grow. And that is what the valley is designed for us, is to help us grow is to help us prepare for the way up. Adversity is defined as difficulties or misfortune. Uh, let me see some other definitions here. Difficulty, unlucky situation or event. Um, difficult or unfavorable situation. Let's see what else is there. Um, state of adverse condition, state of misfortune or calamity. And there's something called failing forward. You can tell a man's religion in time of despair. You can truly tell who you've got when their back's against the wall. And that is so true. And the church, if you look at the church of, of God, you know when it grows the most? When it's in adverse situation. When it's being persecuted. I mean, look at Paul. Paul was in prison, was beaten, was shipwrecked, was flogged, was, oh my gosh. And Paul talks about 
you know, suffering for God's people. And it's in that suffering that we grow. You know, we get prepared to know Christ more deeply through our adversity, not through the good times. And that's the key. The reason for adversity, God tells us he gives us reason for adversity. Through many tribulations, it says in Acts 14, we must enter the kingdom. Jesus himself said, if they persecuted me, they will persecute you in John 15. And Peter said, do not be surprised at the fiery ordeal among you, which comes upon you for your testing, as though some strange things were happening to you. In other words, it's not strange to have adversity. It's expected. Paul said in 2 Timothy, Indeed, all who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. You look at the great civil rights movement. You know, I'm talking about the one with Martin Luther King and people like that. Not what they call it today. That's a feel sorry for me movement. That's not an equal treatment movement. That's a special treatment movement. That's a whites are bad and blacks are good. That's our, hey, we're going we're gonna to swing the pendulum so far the other way because it's been unfair. And so now we're going to be unfair to another group of people because people were unfair to us. Man, are you living in the Old Testament or are you living in the New Testament? You live in the old agreement where an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth? Be careful what you ask for. You might get it. We should be living in the new agreement. Long-suffering, understanding, forgiveness, grace, and mercy. And ladies and gentlemen, there are three zones for us to live in life. It's called the comfort zone, the fear zone, and the panic zone. And I'm going to tell you right now, too many people are comfortably going to hell. Too many marriages are comfortably dying. Too many kids are becoming juvenile delinquents in a very comfortable environment. That comfort zone is stale, it's stagnant. We don't grow, we don't stretch, we get fat and lazy. Our marriages die. We forget who we are as a people. It's outside that comfort zone where we get challenged, where we find adversity. It is a zone called fear, false evidence appearing real. Dr. Susan Jeffers wrote a great book called Feel the Fear and Do It Anyways. She said three levels down, fear comes down to a basic concept that I can't handle this. And once you realize you can handle it, then you can feel the fear and do it anyways. That's what adversity does. It grows us, it strengthens us, it pushes us. That's why today's show is called Adversity, Friend or Foe. It is part of life. We will have struggles. We have tribulations. We will have adversity. And leaders, leadership's about decisions. And since you know you're going to have adversity, now you got to decide, leader. Is it going to be a friend or a foe? Is it going to make you bitter or better? How can you learn from things in the past that maybe were unfair, that maybe shouldn't have happened? But how will you learn from it and make you better? To have more compassion and more have, have more ump- empathy when someone else is struggling. That's the key. We know it's going to happen. So how do we use it to our greatest benefit? So today on Like It Matters Radio, we're posing the question, adversity, friend, or foe? I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. We'll be back in three minutes. We are all in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. Hey, can we get that backhoe over here? 
At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Limitless access to liberty and truth. Listen to Freedom 1570 with our free app, your smart speaker, at freedom1570.com or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities and defend liberty nationwide. The team at Paul Bunyan Plumbing and Drains wants you to know that they're open and here to care for our community. As an essential service provider, they will continue to provide plumbing and drain services during these trying times. They've always practiced the highest standards of health and safety, including wearing gloves and shoe covers. They've now added wearing masks, social distancing, and stringent sanitizing to keep your family safe. When you call, they're screening during the scheduling process to provide an extra layer of protection. Paul Bunyan Plumbing and Drains, providing legendary safe service to our community. It's like the wild, wild west out there on the World Wide Web. You never know what you'll get. So ensure there's some liberty and truth in your news feed by liking us on Facebook and following us on Twitter and Instagram. Between the stimulus and the response, there is a space, and in that space is your power, your freedom. Dr. Victor Frankel. In this unprecedented time of pandemics and confusion, our daily choices matter more, and they are more consequential. Times of challenge and opportunities require another set of eyes, a deeper understanding, a bigger picture, so we can live a life of purpose and passion like it matters. Mr. Black is excited to announce the release of his newest book, Way of the Warrior, a daily devotional, bringing hope and encouragement to be all that you were created to be. Each day, Mr. Black shares with you guidance from above that is educational, inspirational, and applicational. Access Mr. Black each day as he continues to help you raise your bar and become all you were created to be. Way of the Warrior Daily Devotional is now available in ebook and hardcover at likeitmatters.net. Regain and retain your power and your freedom. Order Way of the Warrior Daily Devotional and let God be your guide and Mr. Black your life caddy. Order today at likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I We talk about all the time that there are three zones for us to, to live in. The comfort zone, the zone called fear, and the zone called panic. We don't grow in our comfort zone. We get stale, we get stagnant. Look at the church in America. Uh, look how it's become more like the world uh, with all this uh, openness and with all this freedom and with all very little persecution being challenged. But boy, if you look at the history of the church, it has always grown best when it's been under attack. It's always grown best when it's been under adverse situations. See, outside that zone called comfort is a zone called fear, false evidence appearing real. As Dr. Susan Jeffers said, it really comes down to a simple concept, this thing called fear. I can't handle it. And you've got to realize that you're going to go through adversity in life. Life is an undulating line. It has peaks and it has valleys. It has highs and it has lows. It's not a straight line. Straight line. 
I mean, if you go to a hospital and you have chest pains, they're going to hook you up to an EKG machine. And you're going to see the rise and the fall, the systolic and the diastolic. That's what life is. But a lot of people have so much adversity, so much pain in their past, and they keep a record of wrong. They feel sorry for themselves. They become a victim. And they go numb. They get shut down. And because they go numb and shut down on the low side, they, they shut off the high side as well. So they don't get excited. Uh, they, they modulate their emotions so nothing gets them too excited, nothing gets them too down. It's called a flat line. You don't go too high, you don't go too low. And if you're ever hooked up to an EKG machine, unless there's a technical error, you'll never see a flat line. You know why? That's right. Because you're done. Stick a fork in it. You're going to find out if there is a God. And so it's, it's that zone called fear when we have adverse situations where we're uncomfortable, where things happen that if we chose probably would not happen. Remember the definition of adversity is a um, misfortune, calamity, mishap, uh, adversity, you know, adverse fortune. Uh, you know, it's interesting because the free dictionary says a stroke of ill fortune, a calamitous event. And then in quotes, it says a period marked by adversities, misfortune, bad luck, unnecessary and unforeseen trouble. And I'm going to call that out. That is not true. We live in an age that we get to redefine things and we make up definitions. You can call a tree a house all you want. It's still a tree. And unless you're living in it, it's not a house. Now, it might be a home for a bird. It might be a home for a squirrel. But Joseph Goebbels said, uh, given enough repetitions, basically, I'm paraphrasing it, that he could make anybody believe a triangle is a square, or a circle is a square, or a square is a circle. We, we program people, there are some of you out there that think you're worthless, think you have no value. It's not true at all. But because you've been told all your life by a parent, by a spouse, by society, that you're not enough, you're not good enough, you're not black enough, or you're not white enough, you're not rich enough, you're not tall enough, you don't have enough followers, you don't have enough power, you don't have enough money. Aren't you tired of not being enough? That adversity. You got to make a choice. It's going to make you bitter or better. It's going to be a friend or a foe. I can tell you right now, I had a terrible childhood. Much adversity. Struggled depression for many years of my life. It screwed up my entire family. My brothers and sisters were all living in that misery, that adversity that we were put through at childhood. And still 30, 40, 50 years later, it's still playing out. But I'm going to tell you something right now. As bad as my childhood was, as much trauma and drama as it created at the time and then for another 20, 30 years afterwards, I am so thankful for my childhood today. I'm not saying it was okay. I'm not saying I should go back and relive it. What I'm saying is that adversity grew me into the Mr. Black that you know today. It is through that pain that I learned how to help other people in pain. It is through that brokenness of a relationship with a, a man who I called my father, who was not my biological father, who just occupied a role, who checked a box of sleeping with my mom and putting a ring on her finger. That adversity of that situation made me into the man I am today. And I forgave my father, 
and I'm thankful for my childhood. Because without all the pain, without all the confusion, without having a role model what type of father I wanted to be, by making sure I was never like the man who I called father. Boy, that adversity stirred me up to give my children a way better life than I ever could have imagined. It matters what we do in these times. You can tell a man's religion in time of despair. When our back gets pushed against the wall, we understand what we are, who we are. There's a great book out there called The Richest Man Who Ever Lived by Stephen K. Scott. read it years ago. And he talks about adversity in this book. I want to read a little excerpt from it. He says, according to Solomon, there's an extraordinary purpose to the type of adversity or conflict that comes into our lives that is beyond our control. That purpose is to melt away the outer crust of common rock that surrounds our souls and hearts and, pro- and produce, refine, and reveal the character within. Exceptional attributes emerge that cannot be developed by any other means. Like the refining process of gold or silver, the result of this is that we become much stronger emotionally, psychologically, and spiritually. Rocks containing minute quantities of gold are worth a few dollars per ton. Refined gold, however, is worth hundreds of thousands of dollars per ounce. Similarly, conflict, adversity, are the smelting processes that can create or refine our true character. And all the powerful attributes that attend such character, like patience, compassion, kindness, courage, faith, perseverance, loyalty, integrity, love. Matter of fact, I'm going to suggest to you, you can't really tap into any of those without the help of the friend called adversity. So he goes on to say, so rather than being angered, discouraged, or resentful of adversity, remember I said it'll make you bitter or better, you got to decide. So rather than being angered, discouraged, or resentful of adversity and conflict, we should embrace them for the benefits and opportunities they provide. In other words, he's saying we should make them a friend. For without the fires of adversity, without the fires of conflict, there is no refining process for our character or our heart. So each time we encounter adversity, we have a choice to make. Remember, leaders decide. Either we can give into it and become discouraged and angry, what I call bitter, or we can choose to be patient and look to the long-term benefits that may result. In that regards, we would call adversity our friend. He goes on to say whether we make a conscious choice or choose by default, the choice is ours nonetheless. Choosing the first path will make us bitter and guarantee our sense of loss. Choosing the latter path will make us better, will make us stronger, and we will be developed into the person that we were created to be. You know, we take gold, what's called precious metal, and we put it in an adverse situation called a smelting pot, a fiery furnace. And that fire is so hot, the adversity is so intense, that it actually metamorphoses the gold from a solid form to a liquid form. Now, in today's world, if we would put the humanistic qualities on these two things, on the fire furnace and gold, we would wonder why the fire furnace is picking on the gold. We'd question the fire furnace. Is it racist? Is it objectus? Is it just hate gold? Is that why it's being so mean to gold? Gold. 
But we know why. We know the fire furnace is to everybody's benefit. Because the reason we melt down that solid piece of rock or mineral, whatever it is, <coughs> called gold, and we liquefy it, there's a purpose for that adversity. The adversity puts it in a state where we can now separate that which is of great value from that which has no value. Because in the smeltering process, we realize that that rock, that chunk of hard stuff that we had in our hand, they had both. It had things of great value and things of no value that took away from the great value. And it's only through the pressure, only through the adversity, only through the tense, intense heat was it broken down in a common denominator in the form of liquid to where then easily we can separate that which is not serving us well, that which was taken away from our great value, that which somehow we picked up on the journey of being created into who we are today. When we can separate that which has no value from that which has great value, then I think we'd hear something like, well done, well done. And we come out of the adverse situation called the smelter's furnace, the, the fiery furnace, with greater value, with greater worth, with greater opportunity to bring light and bring hope and bring excitement and bring some joy and some love. If you don't believe me, put a solid gold diamond rock <laughs> ring on a woman's finger and watch her light up. We are like that piece of metal, that chunk of rock. And sometimes we need great pressure to be put on us so we can separate that which does not serve us well from that which makes us have great value that every single life has. All lives matter. Black lives matter. White lives matter. Blue lives matter. Lives inside the womb and lives outside the womb matter. Sometimes we need to grab a hold of a friend called adversity so we can reach that potential. I am Mr. Black. We'll be back in three minutes. We are all in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. Hey, can we get that backhoe over here? At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life.
Let's welcome Jeremy Chan. Hope comes home with I Still Believe. You can download it now at WatchSalemMedia.com. From the creators of I Can Only Imagine comes the uplifting true life story of Christian music megastar Jeremy Cam. I'm supposed to be with her. I can't explain it. I just know that. Jeremy's hope and faith are put to the test when tragedy strikes. You're going to be healed. What if I'm not supposed to be healed? Don't say that. I Still Believe is an incredible story of musical stardom, the heights of love, the depths of loss, and the healing power of the human spirit. One love can change your life. You chose willingly to walk into the fire with her. That's what love is. Witness the true story of Christian music star Jeremy Camp and his journey of love and loss that looks to prove there is always hope. Starring K.J. Appa, Britt Robertson, Gary Sinise, and Shania Twain. Own I Still Believe on Blu-ray, DVD, and digital now from Lionsgate at Watch SalemMedia.com. That's WatchSalemMedia.com. Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is, is off the charts, different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters Inspiration, Education, and Application. I am Mr. Black. You're going to have adversity. Good marriages are created through adversity. Great partnerships are created through adversity. Great uh, followings, great uh, um, pushes, great marches, great movements. Whether you're talking about the civil rights movement, Christianity, whatever it is, they're they're fostered, they're, they're founded in adversity. And man, this whole base of this country... The greatness uh, that is America. Yeah, there's some ungreatness. There's some bad stuff too. Why? Because we're all human beings. We're all flawed. But most of that was people overcoming, people moving through their uncomfort zone, people overcoming things that weren't fair, weren't right. You look at Martin Luther King. You look at Jackie Robinson. You look at Rosa Parks. You look at Jesus Christ. You look at any great leader, Clarence Thomas. We, we elevate people uh, when, when they become president and all that. And then we hear about their story, about all their adversity as a child, all their adversity growing up. and It's like a badge of honor at that point. Look what they've overcome. Look how incredible they are. And yet we take someone who's had an easy life, who was born with a silver spoon in their mouth, who was handed everything else, uh, everything they got, and we say that person's not as good because they weren't grown into greatness by the fires of adversity. And I'm telling you right now, 
that adversity can be our friend. Life ain't no fair. Life is hard. You read the good book and you'll learn those two truths. Life ain't no fair. There is no justice on this side of the planet. No matter what, how many places are burned down in Minneapolis, no matter how many cops are attacked and beaten up or and or killed, nothing's going to bring back Mr. Floyd. His family will never get justice. Let's say all four of those cops get the death penalty. I don't think they should, but let's say they all do. How is that justice for Mr. Floyd or his family? There's none there at all. When Jesus Christ was being crucified, you talk about adversity. Crucifixion was one of the most brutal ways of torturing and killing someone, a slow, painful death. And when Jesus Christ went through the adversity of the cross, it didn't make him bitter. It made him God. It made him God. Seven things Christ said on the cross. And the first thing is every one of us need to hear. Forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. What's lacking in today's world is forgiveness and understanding. Why? Because we have a world that seems to be run by people that treat adversity as a foe. That are so wrapped up in the poor me culture, the victimhood culture that's become America. The Me Too movement. The, the movements of, you know, of poor me, of poor me. Life ain't no fair. I wasn't born 6'2 in a Kennedy. And life is hard. The good book says there's two paths out there. One's easy, it's wide, everybody's on it. It's not the one you want to be on. God says there's a second path, it's narrow. Very few are on it. It's hard. Let me paraphrase for you. It has a lot of adversity in it and on it. And God says, that's the one that you want to find. And he says, very few will find it. But for those that do, you have eternal life. Co-heir in the kingdom of God. Adversity can grow us. You know, when an addict, you can look at someone struggling with alcohol or drugs or pornography or politics. Because one of the worst drugs in the world is on MSNBC and CNN. People are addicted to hate, to bitterness, to destroying Donald Trump, even if that means destroying America in the short term. Self-righteous. Man, it stuns me what we can justify today. But we got to be careful. Because like with any addict, you know when they finally get help when they hit rock bottom. But here's the problem. It's hard to define rock bottom unless we're looking in the rearview mirror. You can't look at it through your windshield of life. It can only be seen in the rearview mirror as we're coming out of it. It's the only way to tell. It's kind of like when you're driving long distance on this hilly plain. And sometimes you can't really tell if you're going down or you're going up because you've been driving it so long. It's such a long, lonely stretch. But you know how you can tell? Look in your rearview mirror. When you can't see anything else behind you but road, you realize you're coming out of a valley or you're in a valley, I should say. And when you can see beyond that road, you realize that you've come up over that hill and now you can see farther in your rearview mirror. Boy, someone can lose their home, they can lose their kids, they can lose everything, and they wonder why aren't they getting help? Because they still haven't hit rock bottom. You know, I love to search the internet. The internet's useful for much more than porn. One out of three searches on the internet is for porn. And there's something called Biology Stack Exchange, 
Uh, and it's a question and answer site for biological uh, researchers, academics, and students. And I got this little article out there. I want to read it to you. It's talking about eagles. And it says, eagles need to be uncomfortable to fly. Let me show you the ways of an eagle in the nest and give you a picture of our lives as well. After the eaglets get to a certain size or maturity, everything changes. One day the mother eagle comes back from being gone, but this time there's no food in her beak. And she doesn't land on the edge of the nest. Instead, she hovers over the nest. You may not know this, but an eagle can do almost what a hummingbird can do. Even though they are great birds, they can remain almost motionless in midair, with those great wings just undulating in the breeze. They do this about three feet above the nest. I'm sure if little eagles could talk to one another, and maybe they can, one would certainly say, My, what strong wings mommy has. So why does the mother do this? She's demonstrating that those curious appendages on the baby's backs have a useful function. Eagles, of course, were meant to fly. But they don't know that. If we take an eagle and separate it at birth from its parents, it will never learn to fly. It will just grovel around in the dirt like a chicken. It might even look up and see eagles soaring overhead and never guess that it too was meant to soar in the heavens. See, eagles have to be taught. And that's the mother's job. So first, she has to make them uncomfortable. She has to throw some adversity at them. So first, she just demonstrates. The next thing she does is come down into the nest and surprise her young. One can imagine how warm it must normally be for the little eagles to snuggle with the mama bird, to be enshrouded with her feathers. But this time, she puts her head up against one of the little ones and pushes that little one closer and closer and closer to the edge of the nest. Uh, hey, uh, mom, hey mom, uh, what are you doing? A little bit close to the edge. It's a little uncomfortable. Uh, don't put that adversity into my life. All at once, she pushes the little one out of the nest. And the eaglet falls down the face of the cliff, surely to be destroyed. But not so. In a flash, the great mother eagle swoops down, catches the little one on her back, and flies back up and deposits the little one in the nest. Whew, Mom, that must have been by accident. Boy, you see that? Uh, wow. Oh, it wasn't by accident. The mother bird pushes the little one out again and again over and over. Now, how mean is that mom? How unfair. Uh, the bird police should arrest her. You know, you should have her switch uh, her, her voting to, from a Republican to a Democrat because we'll take care of you. Why would a mother do this to her young? Does she hate the little one? No, not at all. It's just that those little birds were made to fly and they don't know it. And they're in this comfortable little nest. They're being taken care of. Everything's being provided for them. Just like those who vote Democrat. Everything, government is their God. Their God is their government. They don't know why. They're, she's doing this to make them uncomfortable. To push them out of the nest. She never lets them hit bottom. But she does let them fall. That's what a, our government's supposed to be like. To keep us from hitting rock bottom. 
but not to keep us from falling because we got to learn self-sufficient. We got to learn how to take care of ourselves. We got to learn the pride of self-confidence of being able to pick ourselves up, dust ourselves off, and hit them again and again. They need to learn something they don't know. The next time the mother bird comes back, she decides to clean house. And so she stands on the edge of the nest and she starts removing feathers. The first things to go are the feathers inside. She drops them over the edge. Then the leaves go over the edge. Heave ho. While this is going on, she's not very talkative. Mom, what are you doing, says the little birds. She pays no attention. Since she built the house, she knows how to take it apart. And next, she decides to take the sticks out of the middle of the nest. And with her great strong beak and feet, she's able to break them off and stand them straight up. Uh, uh, Mom, uh, this is adversity. It's not comfortable in here anymore. Then she takes certain key sticks out of the nest and throws them over the edge. Mom, what are you doing? Why are you doing this, Mom? Uh, You're wrecking my room. It's getting uncomfortable. She pays no attention to the concerns of her young, seemingly, as she prepares to pull the nest apart. For she is determined that those little ones will fly. And she knows something they don't. She knows they will never fly as long as they remain in the nest. We have three comfort zones in life. I'm sorry, we have three zones in life. The comfort zone, right outside of that zone called fear, and right outside of that zone called panic. We don't grow in our comfort zone. We grow in that level called fear. False evidence appearing real. Once we realize that we can feel the fear and do it anyways and overcome to pick ourselves up, dust ourselves off and hit it again, we grow as a person. It gives us empathy and understanding when we see our fellow brother or sister going through adversity. I am Mr. Black. Today we're talking about adversity, friend or foe. I'll be back in three minutes. Between the stimulus and the response, there is a space, and in that space is your power, your freedom. Dr. Viktor Frankl. In this unprecedented time of pandemics and confusion, our daily choices matter more, and they are more consequential. Times of challenge and opportunities require another set of eyes, a deeper understanding, a bigger picture, so we can live a life of purpose and passion like it matters. Mr. Black is excited to announce the release of his newest book, Way of the Warrior, a daily devotional, bringing hope and encouragement to be all that you were created to be. Each day, Mr. Black shares with you guidance from above that is educational, inspirational, and applicational. Access Mr. Black each day as he continues to help you raise your bar and become all you were created to be. Way of the Warrior Daily Devotional is now available in ebook and hardcover at likeitmatters.net. Regain and retain your power and your freedom. Order Way of the Warrior Daily Devotional and let God be your guide and Mr. Black your life caddy. Order today at likeitmatters.net. Whoa. Look at all these options. You could fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream Freedom 1570. Top shelf choices include Freedom1570.com, our free app, and Radio.com. With a worldwide pandemic and stock markets plummeting, now is the time to listen to a voice of reason. No fear-mongering or speculation, just straightforward talk about how to retire during unprecedented times. Get it right here, Saturday afternoons at 3 and Sunday afternoons at 1 on the Sheila Franks Financial Hour. Or call Sheila today at 763-545-5555. Investment advisory services offered through AE Wealth Management, LLC. 
Wake up with the Freedom 1570 Daybreak Insider. Today's top news stories from a conservative viewpoint in a detailed yet concise manner. Sign up at freedom1570.com. Just use the keyword subscribe. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black. If you missed any of this radio show, please, you need to listen to the whole thing. This is not where I do the same show four times every Every 15-minute segment for a break, I say the same thing over and over. No, I treat you better than that. I treat you with respect. I treat you like you're knowledgeable, that you can learn and grow, because you can. And today we're talking about adversity. So if you miss any of this radio show, you need to listen to it over and over and over. Go to likeitmattersradio.com. Likeitmattersradio.com. You can listen. If you go right in the middle of it, you'll see a Listen Now button. Click that, uh, and then you can just listen to this radio show uh, at your own leisure. Uh, in podcast form, and many other shows as well. Uh, And if you want to really start your day or end your day well, um, I do a great blog. It's in the form of a daily message I send out. Uh, You can get that at wayofwarrior.blog, wayofwarrior.blog. If you go down, there'll be a place right there uh, at the bottom right. It says follow. If you click that button, you can type in your email address. And every day, I post it seven days a week, 365 days a year. I don't miss a single day. Uh, I put uh, I put words from the good book uh, down, and then I explain how to apply them. I put it in a leadership way, in a human in a human way, uh, in a real world way. Uh, because as a warrior, we're going to go through adversity. Uh, as a leader, we're going to have ups and downs. As a conduit, uh, we're going to have struggles. And it's not what happens to us that makes us who we are. It's how we overcome those things. And we need some adversity. Adversity is a decision. We're going to all have it. Are you going to make it make you bitter or better? Are you going to become a victim? Or are you going to become an overcomer? You know, in America, we, we're living on the drama triangle. I talk about the drama triangle as part of transactional analysis. A man by the name of Stephen Karpman, with a K, Karpman, about a 45-page booklet. There's three things, the inverted triangle, the victim at the bottom, persecutor at the top on one side, the rescuer at the top on the other side. Now, victim, we can all say, sounds bad. And by a victim, I don't mean someone who's been victimized. Um, Mr. Floyd was victimized. Uh, Mr. Floyd's family was victimized. But becoming a victim is a mental state. It's kind of like poor. There are people who have a little bit of money and live under the poverty level or live at the poverty level. 
But poor to me is a mindset. It's not a set of numbers in a bank account. It's a mindset. I grew up very white trash, very poor. Uh, we were dirty. We were we, our thoughts. I'm just being honest with you. But I know a lot of people that had a lot less money than me right now and me back then. Oh, but I wouldn't call them poor. I'd call them rich in spirit, rich in love, rich in opportunity experience, rich in a lot of things. And so when we talk about the drama triangle, we've got to realize they're basically all a, a perverted form of the victim. They're extremes. The persecutor is one extreme. You're going to now attack people like, the, like what's going on in Minneapolis. You know, they're now burning down uh, buildings and attacking cops and spitting on people and beating up women in wheelchairs. All for justice for Mr. Floyd, right? No, it's not. See? Now, they've gone to one extreme and now they're the persecutor. Boy, they want justice for everybody else, but for them, how about all those people burning things down, people attacking each other, people stealing? Do any of those marchers want justice for them so that they go to jail, so that they have to pay fines, so that they have a record? Of course not. None of that should be counted. We only want justice for the people that we want justice for, not justice for everybody, just for those that we feel deserve justice. <coughs> See, that's what the, the rescuer is. The rescuer sounds good on the drama triangle. It's not. It's another form of the victim. But here's what a rescuer does in psychological terms, doing for other people what they could do for themselves. You know, we were talking about eagles early. Eagles need to be uncomfortable to fly. But imagine you were looking at uh, an egg, a bird egg, and it was wanting to hatch. And you've been watching it for a day or two, and you can see that this bird's not making any much progress. It's not working its way out of that shell. So you want to help it. Because you want to rescue, you want to save it. Because you're you're the do gooder, you're Johnny do good or or Betsy do good. Because you know everybody else is bad, but we're all good. But everybody else is bad, and so you know that if you touch that egg, that mother won't touch it. So you put on gloves, and then just to be double safe and another layer of dissociation, you you put a use a ply or tweezers. So you have gloves on and tweezers. There's no way that your scent, your essence will get on that egg. But you want to help that bird. So you slowly with those tweezers and with the gloves on your hand, you pull off that shell of that egg to help that bird. Do you know what you just did? You made that bird somebody's lunch, breakfast, or dinner, depending on what time it was. Because you know how that, that, that bird gets its strength and its wings to fly. It must break out through the adversity called the shell. That's why. I do psychotherapy, I do counseling one-on-one, I do situational counseling, I do life coaching. You can go to likeitmatters.net to reach out to me. But I do intense training, and I don't coddle people. Let me read a letter to you, and she gives me her permission to share it. It's dated January 3, 2020. It says, my name is Sherry Klassen. I am from Duluth, Minnesota, and I've experienced a couple of traumas in my life. My mom and stepdad divorced when I was five. I didn't really have a relationship with my biological father, and I was sexually abused when I was 10 by my mom's boyfriend at the time. I was dealing with those traumas in, in unhealthy ways. I had issues with alcohol and substance abuse. I also sought after the validation and approval of men who were not good people and who were emotionally unavailable and basically just used my body for their pleasure. I had a negative outlook on life, <clears throat> no respect for myself, and low self-worth. Then five years ago, my alcohol use caught up with me, and I was the driver of a single-car accident that left my step stepdad severely handicapped and one of my best friends deceased. This sent me in a downward spiral of grief, shame, and despair. I hated myself. 
I cannot forgive myself for what I was responsible for. My self-esteem and self-worth crashed, and I talked so horribly to myself in my head all the time. My general outlook on life was bleak. It affected all my personal relationships, my professional career negatively. I was starting to spiral deeper and deeper, and I knew I had to do something but didn't know what to do. I needed some help. That is when Like It Matters found me. I heard about it through my husband's co-worker, and he had Mr. Black call me. I had never heard about the leadership awakening class before, but this sounded like it could be exactly what I was looking for. I signed up, attended, and completed the 48-hour class. This was undoubtedly one of the hardest things I've ever done in my life and one of the best things I've ever done for myself. It was better than any therapy or counseling I have ever been to, and I've been through lots. It helped me to face my inner demons and helped me adjust my mindset for the better. It challenged me to be the best version of myself. It opened my eyes to things I didn't even realize I was blind to. Now I feel content, calmer, more at peace inside. I feel happier with myself and I like who I am. It helped me see the real value and worth that I have. I feel confident and self-assured. I don't get anxiety after meeting and talking with new people. I don't worry about what people think of me and if they like me. And when I do communicate with people, I feel more focused and present with them. The relationships with those closest to me are strengthened. I do not hesitate to let my family know how much I love them, and I give them more affection and focused attention. I feel more present with them in the time I spend with them. Up until now, up until I attended Leadership Awakening, I struggled to drag my butt out of bed every morning to go to work, and my attitude toward my job was very negative, very pessimistic. I used to think I have to go to work, but now my mindset is I get to go to work. I feel more excited and enthusiastic about my job and more upbeat about relationships with coworkers. It has taught me what it means to be a part of a team and how to support my teammates. My attitude and outlook is one of, my, of gratitude, and I have appreciation for everything I own and experience. My thoughts and way of thinking are healthier and positive, and my self-talk is, is kinder and more nurturing. Every day, I'm inspired to do better than the day before. Now, let me tell you. My class is built in adversity. It is tough. I have people quit. I kick people out. You go to likeitmatters.net to read about it. I don't coddle. I don't hold people's hands. I don't let them play the victim. I'm not an enabler. It's very brash. On the outside, if someone didn't know what I was doing, they would think I was cold. I was mean. I was being nasty to them. That's not at all. I care enough to squeeze them. You can tell a man's religion in time of despair. When life squeezes us, the only thing that comes come out of us is what's in us. If you look at the people in Minneapolis being squeezed, you're seeing terrible things come out of them. Why? Because terrible things exist in every single human being. That's the role of adversity. We make a choice. Are you going to let adversity make you bitter or better? Are you going to hold on to the past and use it as a cudgel to beat people? Or are you going to learn from the past and make yourself better instead of bitter? You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you to become more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. And when you live your life like it matters, you will have adversity. Embrace it. Overcome it. It can make you better.
Attention, this is a real estate ad. If you are thinking of buying or selling, please listen closely. My name is Alex Hartman of REMAX Results. I am a like-minded, loyal listener to this radio station. I have a proven track record of results, having sold thousands of homes over 30-plus years. But most important, in this day and age of big real estate teams pushing crazy gimmicks and guarantees, when you call me, you get me and only me. No gimmicks, no anonymous team members, just one-on-one service and results. When you work with me, you can rest assured the buck stops right here. I have your back. I'm the only agent you communicate with from start to finish. I'm 100% accountable to you. So if you're thinking of buying or selling this season and you like the idea of working with an agent who shares your views, an agent who will work diligently on your behalf every step of the way, then call me today for a free no-obligation consultation. Just go to ResultsByAlex.com. ResultsByAlex.com. I'm looking forward to speaking with you. Again, that's ResultsByAlex.